hello and welcome to Get Wood. My name is Jess Wood. Bam! And you say, God damn, this is a dope jam. Because I'm broad, I'm broad, and I'm a broader who's broader than Broadway. Yes, I'm broad, and I'm broad, and I'm a broader who's broader than Broadway, and I'm a diddlin' 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 myself. Ah, and it feels so good. Your sauce will mix with ours and we'll make a good goulash, baby. Oh, yeah. What time is it? It's time for Get Wood with Just Wood. Hello, 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 and welcome to the show. I am very excited to be here this week. As usual, I'm always very excited to talk to you lovers. I, um, I want to first and foremost thank everyone who sent me messages, who sent me heartfelt uh, understandings and relatable dialogues regarding my show last week, regarding sitting in a, a very uncomfortable space, but just sitting through it and letting it all f- go through. Because if not through, then where? If it can't go through you, then it just gets stuck inside of there. And how? what good is that for us? That just stops everything. We don't want that. We want to continue this flow, baby. Hi, Aubrey. Um, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Where are you? How are you? What are you doing? Are you okay? It has been really a very active week in terms of challenges. I know for everybody. Uh, but I just want to thank you, thank you, thank you for everybody who sent me their own uh, stories about getting thrown into pools, just like myself, learning how to swim, uh, getting a very uncomfortable traumatic family stuff out of the way as an adult kind of sitting through it and letting it go and uh, all that shit I just want to say thank you I feel like I'm not alone you are not alone thank you Michael Jackson um I have talked about this before and I'm going to talk about it a little bit more again I am so thankful for the weed dispensaries these days I'm very I know it's extra taxes and maybe it's kind of uptight and a little bit corporate but I have to tell you I am so much happier going to the dispensary than I am having to sit and talk to a dealer um case in point friends I I got solicited by an by an ex weed dealer the other day. I just he's an ex because I just didn't need to call him so much. And also my car is funky, so he I had to meet him out, you know, at parking lots and at Target and stuff like that. <laughs> I don't mean to give away the dealing areas, but uh yeah, you want to go get some weed? Get to that Target parking lot or even the uh you know what other parking lot is really good to get drugs? The Walmart parking lot. Don't ask me how I know, but if you know, you know. So uh, he had solicited me, the weed dealer, which is very unprecedented for those folks. And he had hit me up with a text talking about brought his prices down, talking about I'm going to drive to you, talking about, oh, my God, all the things that anyone who smokes and loves weed will say, yes, please. Let's do this. Let's get cheaper bags. Let's get you out here. Drive to me. Let's talk to you in your car in the parking lot at my house. Okay, all these things happened. Brought down the money. I was like, well, okay. I mean, it was kind of like a no-brainer where you thought, all right, well, I guess I'm going to see this guy. Even though the last time that I saw him, he made like a weird inappropriate comment about my underpants or something or about like, I don't know, it felt a little bit strange. And he was like, yeah, I could see your 
under your panties. He said something strange. And I was like, what? And then I just, ha, 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 because, you know, you got your bag of weed for cheap and you just laugh it off and you go, this is my deal. This is how I have to deal with it. Well, let me tell you, friends and lovers, this last episode that I had with him, uh, I'm pretty sure he's QAnon. I'm just going to say that. How can the weed dealer be QAnon? Like, I knew a woman who was lesbian and liked Trump. Like, Mexican, lesbian, like Trump. All these things don't make sense. None of that makes sense to me. You know, he hates you. He hates, he wouldn't vote for you if you were running. It's a damn shame. It's true, motherfuckers. So, uh, yeah, it was... um, uncomfortable. Uh, I will tell you what had happened was. What had happened was I get into the car and at first it's very lovely. We have a little hug and, you know, all the little niceties. And then I don't know, I think it was uh, a couple weeks ago when the abortion stuff was was flying around in the air, which it still is, which please go and march, go and give what you can, send some money to them, talk to your neighbors or family about it. If they're against it, go vote in June. Okay, it's my little PSA in the big in the middle, uh, but it, he brings up the abortion. It's, it's, first of all, if you don't have ovaries, I don't really want to discuss it with you. Also, if you're not on my side, I truly don't want to discuss it with you. And if you're gonna fight with me about the wage gap. I mean, this motherfucker, I was like, hold on, sir, sir. Yeah, I know you have my weed and I know it's cheap and I know you drove here for me, but I don't feel like I owe you anything. You know what I mean? I'm still paying you money. You're, we're still doing a service here, but the motherfucker just wants to talk to me about politics. He wants to tell me that there's no wage gap with women. You fucking, he's lucky I didn't set the whole fucking car on fire. Do you know what I'm saying? This fool just stand, <laughs> sitting there and I'm like, you talked about my panties last time I was here and I allowed it. I let it slip. Motherfucker, no amount of weed, cheap weed even, is this, it's worth this. It's just not. I can't smile and, and, and nod along with this ignorant bullshit. And he wants to talk about, I mean, he's a white, he's a white He's a white man. And you know how dangerous they are over here in America thinking they run shit. So, you know, I, for a moment, I was like, oh, right. He thinks he's losing his fucking grip on the power. And you are, fool. Move out the way, you goddamn AK-47s and your fucking stockpile fucking white supremacy bullshit. Get the fuck out of here. We will fight back. Women, people who are non-white, we're coming for you, boys. You better fucking watch your ass. And seriously, I was like, this motherfucker, he is never getting a cent from me again. What what do you want to talk about? Flat Earth next, you fool? You fucking foolish motherfucker. You're a weed dealer. Be fucking cool. Is that stupid of me to think that, is that naive of me to think that if you're dealing weed or drugs, that you should actually be a little fucking more open to shit and be okay with like women and people of color? You know what I mean? You're a fucking drug dealer, you moron. Get, open up your shit. What do you think? You Oh God, it made me insane, it, obviously. I wanted to set him and his car a flame. I wanted to set a flame to the fucking whole situation. Don't discuss if you are if you're without ovaries and you're not on our side, don't you fucking dare bring it up because you know what? You're wrong. You're wrong. You don't have ovaries. You can't discuss it. And seen. Do you know what I'm talking about? And seen. Wow. 
that's it. End of fucking story. And guess what? I'm feeling extra empowered this week because why? Well, because I'm a fucking powerful bitch. But also because I rewatched Thelma and Louise. Have you watched that? Have you seen it? Have you watched it in a while? It was the first movie ever, ever, ever. And this is 1990 fucking one. It came out. First movie ever to have two women be the lead characters and be kicking fucking ass all the way through the goddamn movie. And it's all about like men and women, relationships and how women are living. And it's Oh, it's so good. It's so good. And I was screaming along with it because we don't get that. We don't get that anymore. What do we get? What is another movie where women are driving? Driving in cars with boys? Uh, you know, uh, uh, where are the women driving? It's like usually like, <laughs> or some sort of fucking sad sack situation. Well, let me tell you something, Thelma and Louise. You fucking bomb ass shit. Plus, you want to look at a hot Brad Pitt body? Jesus Christ. Also, Michael Madsen. Hot, hot men, hot women. Great story, adventure, action, women kicking fucking ass. It's, you have to just please watch it again. I promise you, you will have nothing but a joy-filled adventure. I'm not going to tell my weed dealer, ex-weed dealer. I'm not going to tell him to watch it. He would hate it. It's all these fucking bitches trying to drive around all fast. Fuck you, motherfucker. You know that Susan Sarandon, she drove a car like you wouldn't believe. She drove a car better than Jason Bourne. Bourne supremacy. Yes, I will put her up against Jason Bourne. I will. She even kicked more fucking ass. That's right. Don't mess with me and my strong ladies. I got a pack of strong ladies in the house right now in the chat. What's up, strong ladies? <laughs> Speaking of which, <clears throat> which witch is which? Speaking of strong women in the house, listen, if you are in the Albuquerque area or any of your pals who love comedy, come to Revel tomorrow night. That's Wednesday, the 18th of May. I will be doing a 40-minute set motherfucker what so if you enjoy this 30 minute free for all well it's not a free for all the girl does have notes the lady i know i'm a lady i have notes i go from the notes anyway if you want to see me do stand up for 40 motherfucking minutes and hold your belly and be like oh my god this lady is funnier than shit you come by revel tomorrow night okay you okay um also thursday night i'll be at voodoo pizza i know it's exciting and friday i am scheduled to record with mr johnny james that's right all sick i know he's in albuquerque fucking star baby he's a star and he's very hot so i enjoy i'll wear some lip gloss you know what i'm saying I'll wear but i also will tell him all my shit listen the thing that i bonded with him the most because i do watch and listen to him a lot uh he, he talked about masturbating in the mirror and he asked the guys who he records with like he has a producer and a tech guy you know there's guys that are on the mic and there are guys that are like his co-hosts and stuff and he said hey you guys ever you know masturbate in the mirror and they were like no man no and so I wrote to him and I was like I have also masturbated in 
the mirror. You know, like, I was like, just to see how I look. I want to see how I look. Now, here's the problem with that, folks. I always close my eyes when I come, so I can't even see myself and how gorgeous I must look while I am experiencing the highest of high orgasmic feels. Yes, yes. Oh, my goodness. Have you ever uh, watched yourself masturbate? I I love to look at my vaginer. Vaginer, poussoir, I love my vagina and I will never stop loving her. And I often will look at her and tell her, hi, I love you in the mirror, in the, in the bed, after a shower, putting on lotion. Hi, I love you. And I think it's important because if we don't love our vaginas, who will? I mean, really, if you don't know how to make your vagina feel good yourself, how are you going to help somebody else figure it out and get in there and do it? with Uh, Speaking of a good finger bang, wow, uh, Friday night, if you weren't at the Guild Cinema, you really, truly missed an amazing comedy show. I'm telling you, I am so fucking psyched to be on all these great comedy shows with these killers, killers. If you're not following Joshua Fournier, aka Savage One on Instagram, he is a goddamn hilarity. Uh, He talked about... Because he, when he got on stage on Friday uh, the 13th, he talked about finger banging because someone said, finger the mic, just finger the mic. When he got up on stage, and he's such a brilliant man. He just went from that. He's like, ah, oh, finger the mic. I like finger banging. Hey, you guys like finger banging? Somebody goes, all right, I finger banged the girl behind the Long John Silvers with tartar sauce still on my fingers. Oh, God, I think he's hot. Uh, again, <laughs> again, that's my type. That's my type. Uh, so that was a really fun show also. And if you are going to be in Albuquerque or in the Albuquerque area, June 6th, I believe, is the ne- No, June 3rd is the next Guild Cinema. And I really recommend coming because you do. You probably have seen the flyer around town with my big head, Joshua's head, and Sarah Kennedy's head. But let me tell you something, folks. It is not the same show every month. It is definitely a different show every month. We all do different material. The people who he brings in, the different people, the comics, they all do different stuff. So just if you've been once and you think, oh, I already went to that shit, come again. Come again. You know how we all love to come over and over again. Come on, baby. Don't don't, don't, don't be shy. Don't be shy. <clears throat> you know who I think, excuse me, pardon me. You know who I think, who I know made uh somebody come a lot because um hmm here's the thing you do not help a prisoner escape from prison <sighs> Vicky White unless he is making you feel a real good okay if you had read this story coming out of Alabama it's a story from Alabama, and it's a story about the goddamn, uh, <laughs> it's a story about love. It's a story about tragedy. It's a story about love, uh, forbidden love. Um, from the inside the penitentiary, there was a, lo- a lovely blonde woman named Vicky. Vicky White, a white woman who also enjoyed a man called, what the fuck was his name? He had white, his name was Casey White. He had white in his last name. She had white in her last name. It was a love destined from the start. And uh, he was in prison. I 
feel it was murder, uh, but it was murder from the love place. You know how a lot of men murder out of love? I don't want my woman to be with nobody else. Yeah, yeah, pow, pow. And then it's over, and then they wind up in the jails. So, Vicky had seen Casey. Casey had seen Vicky, and they were so in- excited about one another. Yes, white on white. And let me tell you something. I can't imagine that he was finger-banging her through that police uniform when the lights were out. She had access to all kinds of secret things. She had access to transport. She had access to keys to let things out. She had access to let this motherfucker out. And it was love. It was true love. And on her day of retirement, she decided to help Casey White unrelated, so they say, Vicki White helped Casey White escape. On her day of retirement, she helped him escape. Now, let me say something from a, from a, a, again, from the female point of view. I love this story. I cannot wait until this story is a movie. Do you think someone's not writing this right as we fucking speak? Of course they are. True love. And behind closed doors. I don't know how they would get it. Penitentiary problems with the whites. So anyway, so he left, so she fucking got him out. She got him. She, oh, he's like, I will love you forever, Vicky, if you can possibly break me out of here. And so she did. She broke him out. Vicky White and Casey White were on the goddamn escape route. Now, let me tell you something about the folks from Alabama. I don't mean, this is scientific. This is not my, <laughs> this is not my hot take on Alabama. Very not smart. Just, just, just not so smart. And what are you going to do? It's who they are. It's a culture. Alabama. You're not that far from Mexico. There's no reason that these fools should have been just tooling around. What were they driving? What, they'd go to Dairy Queen? What was like, I'm on, I need to go to Cabela's and get me a new fishing rod. Like, where the fuck are they going? You're on the run. Run, you fools. Run. Like, I can't even, if I was, if I was Vicky White, now here's the thing. Casey White, he's not my he's not my type, so I would not break him out for uh, love, for true love. But there is another man. Let me tell you something. There's a Texas inmate who is on the run right now. Oh, he 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 stole a bus. He crashed that bus, and now he is on the run. And let me tell you something. He is a brown, beautiful man, and that is my type. Oh, escaped convict. <laughs> Oh my gosh, what'd you do? You naughty thing, you. Why is it sexy? Why is it cute? Why are there more women sending pen pal love letters to to mass murderers? What, how is it that Charles Manson could get married? Jeffrey Dahmer. I mean, there's all the, well, Dahmer was killed by other inmates. But, you know, the, the, the war, the war, the, the guys who caused the most chaos, women are like, I don't know. He just seems romantic. Like he would kill for me, you know. Um, they don't need the money. <laughs> I know. Please, you, uh, Ron. Please write the script. Uh, I will call it White Out. <laughs> that is perfect. White Out. And they are. The whites are out. They are out of here. Um, it's a really, really intense American story. Uh, 
I think being attracted to uh, criminals is one of the funniest things in the whole wide world. Really? Well, then I must be a real hoot to you, Ron, because I cannot tell you. Listen, even my ex, he's now in, uh, you know, the pirate, he's now in detox and rehab. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder if I like him as much. He's getting taken care of. When he was in the street and he was like, hello, I'm on the... I'm in an alley. I just took a shit in a bag. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I hope he's okay. Mm. Like, now he's like, well, I got my own bed. And, you know, they're helping me with the medicine and the medication. And I'm like, uh-huh. Well, are you thinking about robbing anyone? Because that would really be my a turn on to me. <laughs> it's not, I'm not, apparently I'm not well. And a lot of a lot of women who who are pen paling these men, I would like to know. Wouldn't you like to know? So they escape together. Well, I Alabama. Look at I'm looking at all my things. Oh, there was another. This is more news stories this week than my stories. But I just I love talking to you guys about this shit because it all relates to my shit. Okay, ready? There was a guy in. North Carolina. No, in the Midwest. This man in the Midwest recently installed a payphone on his lawn for fun. Like he thought it was funny. He thought, oh, I'm going to put a payphone out where he's Midwest. So, oh, yeah. I, you know, I installed a payphone. And yeah, some people came by. They just thought it was so funny. And they were taking selfies. And, you know, uh, it was just real wild to have a payphone out in the front yard and I thought to myself you know what you don't understand payphone is trigger word to me why is payphone trigger word to you Jessica because mama L had a payphone in our house when I was growing up I'm not this is not made up. None, nothing is ever made up on this show. It's all very real. That's why I love you so much that you accept me for who I am. I was raised in such chaos that there could not be a landline in our home. There were so many people coming in and out of this house of my mom's. It was a rental. I think she paid 400 bucks. It was the city rented them out. And it was on a dirt road down below Topanga Canyon uh, and the Pacific Coast Highway. I've talked about it before. I lived in Topanga in this dis- disgusting, I mean, it was squalor. Dirt roads, uh, barely any kind of structure. You know how I, you know how I love structure, but my mom loved it. She was like, Oh God, Jesse, it's all our people. Like you mean dirty drug addict hippies? Okay, sure. Why not? But then because she was the only one who ever cooked and we were on food stamps. So she would cook big vats of like couscous and carrot juice for everyone. But uh, that was what the welfare bought, uh, her food stamps. So, so many people were coming in and out of our house that she couldn't afford to keep a phone in the house. So she had to install a payphone. Not she personally. She was buzzed. You don't want to give her much responsibility. But the payphone man, what was it? The Pack Bell? What was the 70s? The Pack Bell. <laughs> Pack Bell, he just came in and he installed a fucking payphone in the in the house. In the kitchen, on the wall was a silver payphone. Did I find it funny? Did I find it cute or interesting? No. I was horrified because I was left alone most of my life. And as a child, a little baby child, I don't know, six years old, seven years old, trying to find uh, some quarters or dimes or nickels in the basket that was below the payphone, 
the wicker basket that sat below the payphone that hopefully gathered some change. Oh, it was all pennies. That was all pennies. Yeah. So uh, the, one of the first one-woman shows that I did was called Without Dimes. Because why? These motherfuckers. There was no silver. Get some silver in here, folks. So the kids can, you know, I don't know, call 911 if need be. I guess you don't need any money to call 911 on a payphone. That was something I did discover. But I got in so much trouble. Don't, honey, 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 Jesse, Jesse, don't ever call the police. Don't ever bring the police. We don't trust the police in our house, okay? Honey, don't ever call or ask for anything. They're a bunch of perverts and criminals, and they will hurt you, and they might even sell you to a black market. Oh, my God. You know, I'm six. I'm like, I'm six. So now I still don't trust the police, which I suppose is probably right on. You know what? The hippies were right about a lot of shit. You know, too much sugar is going to hurt you. Don't trust authority. The U.S. is bullshit, and it's all for rich people. You know, all those things. She was right. They were right. The hippies were right. I almost made a shirt that said the hippies were right. Uh, But who has money for that? Hey, uh, I would like to take a moment out of our our fun, fun show to just say, hey, Buffalo and folks surrounding, uh, I am I am so sorry about our country. It really it really is a reflection of our country. And again, of how white people are in charge, they they're able to do whatever they want. The kids are able to buy guns. The men and women are able to fucking arrest, get people arrested, fight with people, upset security. It's really, really bad. And what what is it? Do you think? I think it's because again, like earlier, like I said, I think white people are having a real hard time seeing the uh, um, the 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 equality actually start. You know, it's finally there are women being hired. There are people of color being hired in the you know in government and in higher places. I mean, it's not we're not there yet, obviously, because they still keep killing people in their street, in their homes, in their cars for no reason, and white people keep getting away with these mass murders or buying fucking. Uh, how on earth are we still selling? semi-automatic fucking machine guns and how the fuck are you going to continue to let some kid order if anyone orders bulletproof anything get a fucking red flag up on their shit i mean what are we doing here i don't understand they can find me they can watch me masturbate all all night long but they can't put a red flag on some fucking kid who's about to tear up the fucking streets of not of his home but of some other community that doesn't do fucking shit to him oh my god this is like me talking about the weed dealers talking about QAnon. <laughs> it makes me insane insane and it starts here you know not here in uh, at my desk but really it starts with us we have to voice our shit we have to talk to people when we see stuff happening that is not okay you fucking say something you get in the middle of that you you just do not stand for this ignorance to continue we cannot stand for it I don't care. I'm in, I get in a lot of trouble a lot of the time with, you know, the whites because they're like, well, how can, how come you're such a lover of all the people that ain't like you? I'm like, fuck you. I'm a Jew. You hate us too. So just, just take note people. So please, oh God, please know that I'm sending prayers and I'm sending prayers to the church. Uh, that also got fucking got, it's like the pandemic. The one thing that was great about the pandemic, nobody got killed unless they got COVID. And then, you know, not that they deserve to die, but like no one was getting gunned down in schools or in churches or in grocery stores 
do we all have to go and fucking lock ourselves up again? I mean, this is very scary and sad to me. I, I, I'm very scared and sad. And uh, I will say this. I'm not locking myself up. I'm going out and I'm talking about what matters. I'm going on stage and I'm talking shit and I'm talking and I'm making jokes but I'm making, you know, I'm not just talking about how, like, it's really hard to date. It's not. And you know what else? If it were, I wouldn't talk about it because that brings us backwards. Do you know what I'm saying? Women, if you have a platform to speak on your body, your brain, it's fuck, big up, big up, big up, big up, babies, big up, big up. Stop fucking making it like we're, oh, well, I guess my vagina's kind of mammoth. No, it's not. It's gorgeous. Do you think men age and think to themselves, God, my cock's really looking bad? No, they don't. They don't. They don't and they won't. So let's keep up with that, okay? Let's keep ourselves having our vaginas. Yeah. Oh, so yummy. Um, I know I want someone to eat mine too. I know. I want someone to eat mine too. But here's the thing. I want someone to eat my vag who will be consistently eating it. You know what I mean? I don't care to have this kind of oh, well, maybe I'll see you in a month or maybe I'll see you in a... Don't do that. Please be consistent with someone. If you're eating their vagina or their ass or you're sucking their dick, please check in once in a while. We all really love a little consistency. Did my camera go down a little? (laughs) When I said I wanted my pussy to be eaten, the camera was like, I'm coming. So, uh, oh my God, that's the end of the show. Can you believe it? I I kind of can't believe how quickly it goes by so much of the time. I did talk about everything except for that blood moon. This is bloody moon. This is bloody moon. Um, it was the flower blood moon eclipse lunar situation. You know what? It's affecting us. If your body is 90% water, 96% water, and the moon affects the tides, then your ass is fucking grass. Just deal with it. Look at that. All right. I love you so much for listening and watching and however you're doing this, but please, I just have one request, just one small request for this free and brilliant and hilarious show. Please, won't you share it with your pals? Oh my God. Who doesn't want to have a good laugh? Who doesn't want to have a good time? It's only half an hour. Who the fuck doesn't have half an hour to giggle? Even just doing the dishes, cleaning your house, put on the fucking show. And you know, what? Share it. Share it. It's free. It's free. Do you feel frisky? You want to give a little to the gal? I could use it always. Who doesn't want a couple more bucks in their pocket? You know what I'm saying? I have a Venmo. It's at, uh, hey, I'm about to uh, finish there, Chrissy Chris. But uh, I have a Venmo. It's at uh, Jess-Wood-10. There's a Patreon out there that you can give to $3 a month. It's nothing for all this delightfulness. All right. Listen, I'm going to go, but you have the best day ever. Uh, I guess I should give you a little bit more tatas before I split. Um, I really do enjoy you so much, and I really am grateful for you hanging out here, talking to me, uh, giving me your feedback. Whenever you want, you can always write to me, and I would love to talk about whatever you would like me to talk about on the show. This week, it was mostly news stories, but who knows? We could have your stories next. (laughs) All right. I love you so much for listening. Remember, get wood on Instagram, get wood on Facebook, get wood all over the place. There's new stickers. Come and see me tomorrow at Revel or Thursday at Voodoo Pizza. I don't know if I told you this, but this is kind of exciting. June 8th at Revel, I'm opening for Tommy motherfucking Davidson. What? 
shut up. I know. I'm getting the love that I deserve. What can I say? I hope you also get the love you deserve this week. I will see you next Tuesday. I cannot wait. I'll be taking notes all week. So if you need anything talked about, let me know, babies. All right. I love you. I'll see you next Tuesday. Okay, then. Bye-bye now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. End it. End it, baby.